This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, April 24th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Pence promotes USMCA in Motor City. New Cuba restrictions dash ag hopes. Gene-edited crop registry proposed. Pence to pitch USMCA in Detroit. Vice President Mike Pence is headed to Detroit today, where he plans to promote the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement to the U.S. auto industry, a sector the Trump administration hopes will see big benefits from the renegotiated trade pact. While the North American Free Trade Agreement is generally reviled by auto workers and unions as a deal that pushed U.S. companies to send factories to Mexico, the new USMCA aims to keep those jobs here by requiring higher salaries and allowing unionization in Mexico. Meanwhile, the Trump administration is publicly proclaiming the benefits of USMCA. AFL-CIO President Richard Trumka is not yet convinced. The influential union leader on Tuesday told a gathering of the Economic Club in Washington that USMCA would need major changes before he and his 12.7 million members could support it. For the latest news on USMCA and trade talks between the U.S. and Japan, what Democrats need to do to appeal to rural voters, dairy farmers' attempts to diversify, and concerns about conservation easements, We'll read the latest issue of AgriPulse arriving in email inboxes today. New Cuba restrictions set back trade hopes. U.S. farmers have been working for years to increase access to Cuba's market, but President Donald Trump's latest restrictions on the island nation are setting back progress, that according to the USA Rice Federation. The decision to allow U.S. citizens to sue over lost property during the 1959 Cuban Revolution as well as deny travel visas and block U.S. money being sent to Cuba is a major setback on the progress that has been made towards developing agricultural trade relationships with our neighbor just 90 miles to the south, said USA Rice's Mark Isbell. At one time, Cuba was the largest export market for U.S.-grown rice, and this move only continues to work against access to what could be a steady market again Isabel said. CSPI Biology Director proposes gene-edited crop registry. The Biotechnology Director for the Center for Science and the Public Interest is calling for a national registry of gene-edited crops to be run by USDA or FDA. A registry will help allay consumer concerns about this emerging technology and allow the benefits of this new technology to be realized, that Greg Jaffe in a blog post. He said while the federal oversight scheme for gene-edited crops is still evolving, all sides point to a future with little or no oversight for many gene-edited deletions or replacements, Jaffe said. But food companies and retailers should make information on gene-edited crops available before consumers ask for it so that people don't think the food industry is hiding anything from them, Jaffe said. He also said gene-edited crop developers would be required to fill out a short form, a gene-edited data sheet with information about the crop, the type of edits performed, and the changed characteristics due to the edits, and a summary of data about the benefits of the trait and any testing for safety concerns. 
Luis Fresco, a former assistant director general of the United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization, took to Twitter to say Jaffe, quote, makes a strong case for a U.S. registry of gene-edited agricultural crops, which could inspire Europe and other countries. FDA proposes steps to strengthen voluntary recall process. Food companies should establish a clear recall communications plan and understand FDA reporting requirements according to draft guidance on voluntary recalls issued by the Food and Drug Administration. The guidance also suggests properly coding products and maintaining distribution records to easily identify where a problem occurred and recommends preparing and maintaining written recall initiation procedures so products can be quickly pulled from the market. This step builds on the last 18 months of work FDA has done to improve recall processes, which included providing mandatory recall guidance for animal and human food and final guidance on public warnings and notifications for all FDA-regulated products. FDA is asking for comments on the guidance and a Federal Register notice to be published today. Equipment manufacturers to host Tariff Town Hall in Iowa. Tariffs hurt the heartland. An industry-led campaign and the Association of Equipment Manufacturers are holding a tariff town hall at Kinsey Manufacturing in Williamsburg, Iowa today. Senator Joni Ernst of Iowa will join ag sector leaders to discuss how the steel and aluminum tariffs have affected equipment sales and the economy. Participants also will talk about the impact of tariffs on China and retaliatory tariffs that have been levied on almost all U.S. agriculture food exports. AEM President Dennis Slater said at a TV interview last week, the $265 billion in tariffs put into place by President Donald Trump will reduce the U.S. gross domestic product $290 billion over the next 10 years. Here's today's He Said It. Workers' interests weren't completely figured into it. That AFL-CIO President Richard Trumka explaining why the organization is not supporting the Green New Deal in a speech at the Economic Club of Washington Tuesday. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, April 24th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.